is it, Daddy? Mist? On the lake? We've had mist on the lake before. Coming off the mountain like that? Two fronts meeting, left over from the storm, something like that. Sure. Honey, I'm not the weatherman. Why don't you take uh, Billy, uh, get him dressed, I'll take him to town with me. Lots of peas. <laughs> this is Film Sack. <laughs> oh, sure. Good morning. Well, it's morning for us. And welcome to Film Sack. This is Film Sack, episode 582, the first Film Sack of 2023. Oh, man. Wow. That's pretty crazy. Uh, This is the show that mines the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind since 2009. I'm Scott Johnson, joined today by Brian. He also rolls down off the mountain mysteriously done away. Oh, hi. <laughs> this week on Film Sack, we accidentally on purpose open a door to a 2007 Lovecraftian dimension of oopsie, did we do that? And live long enough to regret bringing down the wrath of God after he specifically asked us to stop misting up his plate glass dimensional windows with our human stank breath. <laughs> hey, what's in that dimension over there? None of your damn business, that's what. Now... What was that old saying again? When God closes a door, he opens a can of whoop-ass and pokes you in the neck with a stinger until your neck swells up like a teenage grocery store checkout girl and you have to decide between suicide and dying a horrible death. <laughs> Clean up on aisle 666. <laughs> Man, what a king. What a punisher. Groovy. Anywho, I worked all night on this intro, and right before I finished, the power went out, and you know that old tree grandpa planted in the front yard? Yep. The one I used to play in as a kid. It got horizontal and blasted through my window and took out my laptop. I think Grandpa is trying to tell me something. Oh, well. So I, so I was pushed for time, so I fired up my team of AI intro writing bots, and they wrote this. <clears throat> Expressive greeting, two big heads in a void, or something like that. Randall? <laughs> Needless to say, I had some edits to make, but I still think humanity is on course for a reckoning. 2023! Hey, Randall, how about stop pulling on that rope attached to the lower half of what, it, what is left of that biker dude like he is some kind of bloody grounded kite? You're scaring the kids. Yeah. And making me cry. Oh my gosh. I love that the AI would say Randall. 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 Yeah. yeah. I love that. That was a nice <laughs> that touch. That's true. Yeah. Uh, also, headlines. Yeah, very nice. Also with us, Randy, he was in charge of hiring all the future Walking Dead actors, Jordan. Aloha, Scott. Yeah. Brian. Brian. True. Uh, welcome to your first day working here at the Snoggy Hoggy grocery store. I'm mm. Brad. And I'll be your store manager, <laughs> as well as the person who all of the angry customers yell at all day. Every day, and I get paid a whole two dollars per hour more than you. When the shit hits the fan around here, you might think I'm going to turn out to be important, but no, we've got a painter who lives over on the lake. I just want to repeat that a painter who will turn out to be more of a leader than I am. (laughs) Anyway, let's talk about what to do in case the army base on the mountain opens a rift to another dimension and alien monsters come attack the town. Three rules. Number one, 
focus on the generator, but then I guess completely forget about it or something. I, I promise you, <laughs> it's going to be really important until it's no longer even thought about for the rest of your life. Number two. And as you know, um, all little towns have smoking hot women working the cash yeah. register at the grocery store. So you got to pick one to be your crisis wife and then do not kill her when you despair. Again, do not kill the cover model who works on register three. <laughs> Speaking of three, number three. And this is so important. Just take your crisis wife to the restroom, grab a few cans of pop-top soup on the way, lock the door, and wait this thing out. You're going to hear people fighting outside and gunshots when they kill the preacher lady, and you just stay in there in the restroom and start your new life together. Oh, um, <laughs> grab some deodorant, too. You're welcome. Oh, yeah, dude. That's good advice for the cast of this movie. <laughs> Yeah, uh, they didn't look smelly at all. Group. Yeah, real gross. Uh, at the end of the list here, we have uh, Brian. Your gun slash tank timing is terrible, Ibit. Oh boy, is it? Okay, folks, listen up. I know we're all freaked out about this weird mist that rolled into town, and I'm sure that somewhere else in this town, there's a supermarket with a bunch of survivors all holed up, fending off giant bugs and tentacles with broomsticks and butane lighters. But we're in a Costco, people, and we need to act like it. Fortunately, we don't have plate glass windows to, at the front of the store, but unfortunately, we have these big warehouse doors, and we don't want those bug alien tentacle grasshoppers to get in. Erica, you've been working the front of the Costco for the last three years, and you're going to be doing what you do best. Nothing gets in here without a membership card. I don't care if it's Cthulhu wanting to return a pair of Kirkland underwear. They're not getting in without a card. You got your clicker? Good. Okay, I see there are a few of you quoting End of Days and The Second Coming. Hey, we here at Costco have got you covered. We've got the room, so we've set you up near the back with an impromptu spot where you can pray, glare at the employees wearing shorts, and secretly plan to take control of the store. Yes, right back there. Keep heading back. It's, it's that space right by the crackers, the bananas, and the cocoa puffs. Can't miss it. Oh, and if your congregation gets hungry, we've got four little old ladies back there who'll be serving you puff pastry spinach quiches out of tiny toaster ovens 12 at a time. And yes, they'll be wearing clear plastic gloves that are four sizes too large for their little hands. <laughs> ah, I see there's a group of you who want to take your chances with the monsters outside. That's absolutely fine. We won't keep you here if you want to go. Bullets? <laughs> no, what do you think this is, a Walmart? No, we don't have bullets. But if you go to aisle 18, you'll find straws, and you can use those to draw straws to decide who gets the few bullets that you do have. Okay, good luck to you. Just stop by Erica on the way out so she can look over your receipt and make a vague attempt to count the items in your basket before drawing an indistinguishable squiggle on the bottom of your receipt. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. I didn't you think we were going to get such a critique of the Costco method in our intro. <laughs> Like you know, it's like because it. I like this movie so much that it's hard for me to, to complain about things. I had to say, okay, let's take this movie and just set it somewhere else. Yeah. And, and well, I want to I want to just draw a distinction between complaining about things, which a lot of movies give us, and making fun of things, which this movie gives us in spades. Oh, sure. <laughs> There's this, stuff to goof this with is for the sure. Tropiest thing we've seen in a while. Well, well Stephen okay. King, so he's like yeah. that. Yeah, he's Love Lord it. of Tropes. He invented some of these tropes. But here's the thing: this is a short novella deal he wrote years and years and years ago and it was one of uh darabont's favorites so darabont put it in his head for 20 years he was going to make this yeah i'm gonna do it next finally did 
Uh, and I'm going to just say it in 2007, when this movie came out, it meant it, it basically represented the, the high watermark, in my opinion, of King adapt- adaptations up till then. Yeah. yeah. Very hit and miss, mostly miss and mediocre at best. Suddenly, here's one where I thought the adaptation was amazing. Now, that's not to say like, you know, this is the most King King like story as Darabont, you know, with yes. Darabont directing, whereas previous two films were much more grounded and serious. And I'm not counting those because those really are the, I mean, you know, Shawshank Redemption's they, an all-time they're classic. They're the best. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. Can't, you can't knock the Green Mile Shawshank, but yes, they are. They they feel as much like a Stephen King thing as Stand By Me did, which is not very much. No. Yeah, exactly. No. This feels more Kingish than any King we've had. It's a good King. Very much. Good King. And I think I, as, as far as yeah. like the supernatural King stuff, this really did. This was the new standard. I think since then, there are there are uh, challenges to that throne, but it still stands there as, one, as a great ah. example of, of one of the best King uh adaptations there was ever yeah i love this movie so plus, i'm just putting it out early. to your favorite gunslinger at there at the beginning with the mm-hmm. with the painting well right, right. not only that but too. but keep in mind the book itself also makes references to their other worlds than these and the whole yeah. dark tower yeah. thing and and this this stuff this alternate universe stuff is like ripped right out of there so it's all part of that kingiverse stuff which i already loved uh him drawing that painting or doing that painting was just like this nice reminder of oh yeah we're in we're in Crimson Kingland here, man. Yeah. In the very first shot of the movie, we're mm. led to believe that he painted the poster for the thing. Yeah, the thing <laughs> right. on the wall. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yes. I saw that. Which which he would have done when he was seventeen mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, that <laughs> was a little weird. Well, I guess we're not meant to we Yes, we're That's meant true. to think that, but also it could just be a fan poster on the wall. Who knows? It's true. Yeah, he could have right, exactly. It could be his, one that he just loves. Yeah. His studio his studio was the most uh like non artist's concept well, of what an artist's I, studio right. looks like. <laughs> well, actually what I thought what what he said was when he went outside when he was bitching about everything, the tree falling, he said that he didn't know why he'd even brought his paintings down there. Uh, because it was a bad choice because the tree yeah. went horizontal. By the way, that was the most defined thing in my head was seeing that tree go horizontal instead of <laughs> crashing through the through the roof. Yeah. That's not how trees work, but okay. No. It was like a Christmas vacation style tree. Just ripped yeah. right through the window. It's sure. weird. Uh, so the movie just, is The Mist. We, I don't think we yeah. said that. Um, the, the clip did, but uh, it's The Mist. Frank Darabont directed this. It would be his, well, so far, I hope he has more in him, but the last film he's directed, he's done some TV, but... He has not made a movie mm-hmm. since The Mist. And when I say he's oh, done wow. some TV, it was massive. He started the Walking Dead series with a showrunner on that for the first year, two years, whatever it was. Um, right. But uh, And they brought half these people with him. He wanted, he according to the trivia, he wanted uh, Thomas Jane in the role of... Um, Thank God he didn't. I who, could have probably never been to watch The Walking Dead. Well, I can't think of his much. name. Who's Carl's dad? I can't think of his name. Uh, uh, Lincoln, uh, right, Andrew, Andrew Lincoln, Lincoln. The actor and the character is yeah. Rick, Rick Grimes, Rick, Rick, Rick. Grimes. oh my Lord, Rick. Was, I don't know why that was so buried Pulling that one out. Yeah. I could see Thomas Jane <laughs> in that role though. He could have been pretty good. Um, I, yeah. yeah, but anyway, he took like everybody Thomas- else. All the other side actors ended up in, yeah, nine, uh, nine shared actors between, uh, the mist amazing. and the walking dead. And, yeah. uh, it's a lot, uh, very different Carol for sure. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, right. Totally. I had so much trouble not. Yeah, I had. I had trouble too. I'd be like, oh, she's going to break out into her Carol role any second now. Nope. Mm-mm, no. Nope. In fact, she's just really there nope. to be a set piece of like, I'm here when this, this she's, happens. She's his work wife. 
work wife. That's what you call her. Well, no, she's well, no, not not Carol. Oh no, I'm sorry. Carol, I'm sorry. Uh, Carol, the first about, one to go out into the mist. I'm sorry, yeah. the, the one that survived and glared on the way out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and see, that's oh man, and, and, you know, you talked about all the tropes, and I feel like it's tropey right up until that ending, which is. Uh, and, and I'm going to preface this right now. If you're one of those people who listen to this show and don't see the movie, you may want to see this one before you go yeah. any further, because the end of this is something that you don't see coming. No. Uh, and that's or all I'll say right there. Even if you've Actually, read the short story, you don't see it coming because the short, yeah. the novella yeah, does the not short. have this ending. <laughs> yeah. Dar- Darabont like is the, he's yeah. He made this up for for funsy. Stephen King loved it, but yeah. Yeah. But he he made her role in every other movie like this, every other monster movie, horror movie, whatever, her movie, her role is the super, the first sacrifice, the super first sacrifice, mm-hmm, right? right? Like the, um, we need we need to see what's going on out there. So we need to demonstrate what happens if you leave the, uh, right, the haunted house. The, She's the canary. Uh, mm-hmm. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah, and they they um, they subvert that here in a way. I wonder if she gets paid the same. That's pretty smart. Well, it's I know, like, uh, yes, yeah, she's going to work for scale anyway. Might as well uh, be the first one out. I'm out. Yeah. But on the case, in this particular case, it was like, well, no, we're taking Andre Brower and his four idiots and they're going to be, they're the true canaries in the coal mine. We're going to pull that rope back yeah. and, and we're going to end That's up with true. a no torso well, man. And we only get one canary. We don't know what happens to uh, Andrew Brower. We only get half again, a canary, actually. Again, yeah. a very weird, you know, if you're so used to seeing him on uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, it is so weird seeing him He's here so- with... Doing you know contractions and yeah. slang. And- yeah, <laughs> I knew so him. Weird. I knew him before. Uh, so if you yeah, okay, before Brooklyn Nine, yeah, before that yeah. was like that. Always threw me on Brooklyn Nine Nine because I was like, man, he's such a serious actor. Otherwise, and this is just throwing me. And then I got used to him there, and loved him in that. He's great on Brooklyn Nine Nine. And then you see him here, and you're like, oh yeah, right. This isn't a comedy. He's you know he's back to his roots. Yeah. Was it Homicide yeah. Life on the Street? I think. He was in, yeah. Was it? Uh, sh- uh, yeah, no. It's something that I haven't seen, like the Shield, or I'm I'm just starting the yeah. wild now, and I know oh, he's the, that. But uh, yeah, the uh, Shield, the Shield remember. was uh, inspired a lot of these shots too, right? And they have like the camera guys from there was, the Shield. Yeah, series. there was some. They did borrow some Crossover. crew from the Shield. Yeah, wow. he was on Law and Order yes, for a while. Yes, Scott. Yeah. Yes, he was the star of Homicide: Life on the Street. He was okay. And so, like my parents' generation, you know, watched every episode. I was a kid. And then, you know, I thought of Andre Brower one way, and then he plays this complete other role. He is by far my example of my IMDb trope of, no, that's not what known for means. Uh, how you can go, you can go look up Andre Brower. It says known for, and it doesn't include Brooklyn Nine-Nine. What is really? Wrong? That's oh, a system. That's- yeah, Wild. that's broken. That's kind of effed. I don't know who decides that stuff, robots or people. He was he was in all 153 <laughs> episodes of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. He was amazing. Seems like yeah. he should be yeah. known for that. One yeah, of my favorite take roles. Frequency, yeah. like City of Angels, okay, popular movie, sure. Yeah. Uh, the Mist, Homicide, but take Frequency off that list and put on right. uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I can't even yeah, remember, I can't remember him being in Frequency. <laughs> no. Why is that even and, there? That's crazy. And so, you know, so like he's actually our uh, our step forward into the plot of this movie, right? Because mm-hmm. really all you get at the beginning is character. Here's a character. He's a character. He lives here or he's vacationing here. I don't really care. He's he's a guy. He's, uh, you know, he's Thomas Jane. Uh, you know, you love him. And then we're we're like next door neighbor. 
we don't understand you're you're you get this like really juicy like they've had a they've had an argument and there was a lawsuit and now yeah. the storm has come along and, the, and well, i've spent three years asking this guy to cut down that tree and he won't take it down uh, and so now they're in conflict but the, oh they have to ride to town together like every little step of the way andre brower's character is so interesting mm-hmm. uh, until they get to the store well i don't mind yeah. that though see so we needed two we needed two bookends for this to work and why I think I love it so much. Marsha Gay Harden is the complete psycho freaking Bible thumping weirdo that God, is willing so to kill everybody. Too, yeah. She's God, I hated her. She's the villain of the movie, by the way, the entire thing. Yeah, absolutely. Cause if they, they could have come together as a group without her being in yeah. there, influencing all that, they survived this. They, they, they were, probably right. would everybody would have stayed in that, uh, yeah. stayed in that place. And well, yeah, fun. you got a yeah. You got an infinite supply of dog food and fertilizer to stack near the front yeah. of the store. I mean, it's just amazing. Yeah. You can it was amazing. Yeah. Humanity is definitely the horror here. This is a Stephen King thing. It, the humanity is definitely the horror here because I mean, the monsters, eh, they're they're just doing their thing, right? They're yeah, just right. they just monsters exist in the world. Animals. They exist. They're monsters. Right. Monsters get monster. Yeah, they're yeah. gonna monster. But but and, here's the thing though, like when he's when 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 Brower, so Brower's the other side. He's the other bookend, which is there's no way this is real. I don't know why you guys are all playing this huge joke. It's just a little fog. We're gonna go out. You know, like he is so pragmatic about I life and everything that it's the perfect other end of the problem. Yeah. And the middle is where, you know, Tom Jane's obviously, you know, in the middle and he's a work, work a day dude. He's kind of just trying to raise his kid and live his life and do his thing. So of course he's going to be the one that says, I recognize the, um, the yeah. supernaturalness going on. And I also know human behavior and we're going to have to figure out a way to find in the middle. But meanwhile, he's got wackadoo lady over here and wackadoo <laughs> on day Brower trying to get out of there. Yeah. Perfect situation for, such, what this movie supposed right? to do yeah. yeah boils i love it and it's so good gosh dang it this movie's good my only complaint i'll get it out of the way okay. well two and brian maybe you brought it up so kind of i guess we should bring this up i think I'll, he's I'll tell you my complaint if it's separate it, it yep. might might be separate i think our chick in the bucket is andre brower i i think finding the mp uh, all all nested up, full of spiders. Oh, yeah, I thought, at first I thought that was him. You can't tell who it yeah. is. It's a cocoon yeah. person, and your mind assumes it's like, oh, we're gonna find out what happened the, to his at, story. When we first when we first realize there's something up, the MP is looking for those three privates, right. and you get this shot of him that lingers on his face way longer than it should. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and you know, it's like, oh, this is Chekhov's MP. They also, they also <laughs> did. The they also, when they found him, the helmet with MP clearly, clearly visible yeah. falls yeah, down on his arm. That that all helped to identify who he was because the the nesting that those spiders put people in is freaking nasty. That stuff's all over the place. Oh, the acid nest. I don't understand that. Oh, freaking! That I love it. Those acid, acid nest and the acid webs. Yeah, yeah, dude, those were so Weird. cool. That guy with his poor leg. Oh my gosh, his poor leg. Yeah. And the one where effect. he fell, one of the dude's oh, bodies fell yeah. over and just burst into spiders. Amazing. Yeah. This, this, ever, anybody's ever stepped on a spider and saw it turn into a million baby spiders knows what that looks like. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. snap, I made a mistake. Really disconcerting yeah. stuff. So this goes to my other, my only other complaint, which is most of the movie holds up, I think, effects-wise. I think it looks pretty good for 07 standards, except for the tentacle monster in the garage. Yes. Mm-hmm. That well, thing the looks practical, the, pra- the practical effects of... Pulling that tentacle monster around. That I didn't mind the practical. The practical is fine. I just think the CG right. back there looked bad. It's the yeah. it's the lawnmower man <laughs> shriveling up and right. popping open. You get, and, yeah, yeah. They and, show it in a, in clear vision, and they show it for a really long time. I thought it was pretty impressive. Usually, you don't show the monster that much. Yeah. 
Well, right, it was interesting. With, the, that scene has to end in a massive fight between Thomas Jane and William Sadler and others. Right. And that, that conflict is what you're there for. Yeah. Um, I actually wish they hadn't sent, like they hadn't shown like Chris Owen getting some of his chest pulled off and stuff because oh, yeah. it, it, it didn't, it didn't help me with the human conflict, you know? Yeah. It was, yeah. and, and the CGI was, I, uh, I mean, was, the, the thing on his chest and leg though, I thought looked really visceral, like forget about the CG tentacle doing it for a second, but the actual like, what does it do when it suctions in and they, then pulls up? Yeah, that's I, nasty. That got me. Good. I think it was. A, yeah, I think it was important because I think a lot of this was skin horror. Being that if you've ever burnt, everybody's gotten burnt before, and you needed to understand why the characters would be willing to kill themselves over these deaths because these deaths are like the worst kind i mean yeah, peeling oh yeah. skin that kind of stuff you know getting chopped in half eh, it doesn't scare me too much because i'm like yeah it's over pretty quick yeah but you know right. getting your skin burned off or getting ripped off like that that's gonna hurt oh yeah dude yeah and, and, and one more thing on the tentacle the whole uh you know you it, it sits there for a long time but then when you kick it or poke it with a stick yeah that's when it sizzles it shrivels up and and dissolves into that nothing was, yeah that what dissolves into no proof but that was yeah, that was that's yes. what was funny about this part. It's like that's that's a hard trope, you know. It's like convincing others yeah. that something supernatural happened and the supernatural thing disappearing. They just think you're crazy. But yeah. at the same time, that sizzle and dissolve thing uh, let us know for sure that it is not of this planet. It's it's from another dimension mm -hmm. or something. Mm -hmm. And uh, also, um, you're you're struggling as a as a viewer to kind of understand the connection between the mist and the creatures. Uh, you have right. to you have to kind of invent your own answers, right? Like the mist is kind of the skin in which these creatures can live, and if yes, they, their environment, yeah, if they're outside yeah. of that mist, they die, yeah. and right. and apparently dissolve, yeah. right? Yeah. So that that explains a lot of stuff. There's yeah. a lot of <laughs> of tropes that they're hang fairly on. Easy, they're fairly easy to kill uh, if you have like a serious flamethrower. You know, it's or, some real, or I some guess real a, equipment. I guess if you have a, a fan, big fan, a big fan, <laughs> you could yeah. blow the mist away from the creatures. Right. I, that the so so we may as well get to the meat of this here. This ending is mm. controversial, very controversial. It left yes. a lot of people very upset because the way this thing ends. And Brian, if it's right, if you haven't seen it yet, we do recommend seeing it because it's worth. I think it's worth the t the twist to For see sure. it yeah. on your own. But if if you have and you've stuck around with us here, um. It differs from the movie in that at the very end, Thomas Jane does what he believes is the most merciful thing. And I agree with him in the context of that we're all going to die. We've just seen the big giant one. There's middle, middle sized ones and tiny ones, and they're all bad. And we're not going to make this. So I've got four bullets in this chamber. I'm going to take old man, old lady, the lady holding my son, and hit my son himself, who's like eight or something. Like right. heartbreaking, gut wrenching, and I think Thomas Jane does an amazing job of like expressing that, and the kind of madness that that would bring to somebody for having to yeah. do that. Because yeah. again, his attentions are good because he knows he can go out there and just get eaten or whatever. Yeah. Um, but let them all have a, a more merciful way out. He gets out of the truck, and he's like starts yelling like "Come and get me!" And then out of the out of the mist <laughs> comes seconds. like a weird shape, and then it turns out the shape is a tank. And actually, a yeah. armored personnel carrier, and it's got a bunch of survivors on it, including lady from Walking Dead, who's got her kids with her, uh, who left at the, in the first five minutes of the movie. Well, ain't that a pisser? Yeah. So this whole scene, which I've ex now described, I don't know why I described it. If you saw it, you saw it, and if you didn't, you're gonna yeah. go back and see it. But uh, it is really, I think, very affecting. And he apparently fought really hard for this change, 
fought with yeah. not King. King was down, but fought with uh, producers studio. and the studio. They were like, yeah. I don't know. This is rough. Why don't we just go with the original thing? And he's like, I've this, been I've been wanting to do this forever. We're doing yeah. it. So glad he did it because it is it's one of those things that number one, if they would have done this with test audiences, no way would the test audiences have liked no. it. And the studios would have no. said, Nope, test audiences hated it, you gotta go back. Yeah, right. The other thing is it's it's a twist on the twist. It's a twist on that black mirror or Twilight Zone type ending where the person who's been kind of a dick finally gets their comeuppance in a way that you don't expect. Mm-hmm. But the yeah. problem is David's not a dick. No. He's, you know, he's he's a really good guy and he's been trying to do the right thing the entire time and to to just basically say, "All right, well, uh here's the last little right in your right this, in your this gut." Is, if you didn't believe in God, it's like, "Oh, there's got to be a god, only a god, only a, a, a creature that would, you know, enjoy this much pain." Boom. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah watch exactly. him like yeah. Exactly. Two and you realize later. that if they just oh, sat are there, y'all, y'all filled with grief. Here, hold <laughs> yeah. my beer. Hold my beer. I just think if they would have given it Mess another just five more minutes sitting in the car, just chilling right. out and looking at each other, talking I, that's about what I didn't life. Understand? I tried to put myself in that situation, and I'm like. I'd probably go like, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. And then as soon as that first shot rang out all in that small car, that loud explosion from a gun that close to you that didn't hit you, but was hitting somebody else. Be like, change mine. I'm out. out." (laughs) (laughs) Let's the question that came to my mind. And this was almost going to be my intro is, uh, all right, you're Thomas Jane. How do you decide in which order? <laughs> yeah, well, it's got to be the kid. You got to keep. You got to shoot the kid first. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, then, oh, the, then the younger lady. You kind of go to the youngest to the oldest because they've seen more shit. The okay. oldest, that's All what right. you have to do. Is that, that way it works? Last? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Clip his mom last. And you don't sure. want the kid. I, I'm sure it was the kid first because he's asleep. You know, you don't even want to wake him. Yeah, up. kind of. He kind of woke up. Dad, what's going on? Yeah. yeah. Oh, jeez. It's so rough. Like, and I really appreciate that it stayed. I I don't like movies. That how do I put this? That felt I do earned. like I do like Chicken movies. Out. I like movies with happy endings. Okay, there's plenty of them. Sure. In fact, of most yeah. of them have happy endings. But I love it when something comes along and it just subverts my expectations and says, mm-hmm. "This is this is the way we went," and I'm just left to deal with it. I like that. Yeah, I know. This, uh, I loved it on TV tropes. This trope is called uh, "Shoot the Shaggy Dog." Yeah, and uh, <laughs> it's um, it's not. There's not a lot of examples of it. Like you definitely. Uh, recognize it right this this whole thing where uh you you basically basically you killed um what what's the what's the dog uh oh no the one that you you got a old yeller thank you basically you killed old yeller the one you do kill (laughs) the one you have to kill you killed old yeller and then (laughs) the veterinarian comes walking up behind you and says oh by the way he didn't have rabies he was just choking on something i have a cure for it (laughs) Um, so, <laughs> shouldn't feed him chicken bones, by the way. Just saying, okay, then see ya. Apparently, <laughs> most of the page for Shoot the Shaggy Dog is Coen Brothers movies because the Coen Brothers yeah, love, love this yeah. thing where you get to the end and everybody fails, and then yeah. you find out that life goes on. They do it. They, yeah, Fargo is an example of this. It's just uh, complete and total, yeah. you know, mayhem for everybody except Marge and her husband and his two cent stamp. Marge. Like it's, yeah, and, it, and it's magical because. It isn't complete. Everything's not lost. It's just really bad. Mm-hmm. And then, oh yeah, but you know he made her eggs, and 
It's going to be okay. And she's still pregnant. She's going to have this baby. You know, like there's this moment of like that. This didn't even have that though. This was like, no, no. You know, they're on the one hand, you're almost kind of happy. Well, there's Carol and her kids. It's hard to separate and, her from Carol. And our main character lives. And yeah. our main character yeah. lives. And then, and also it looks like the military, A, cares about civilians. They're, they're, they're yep. gathering them up. But also, B, they may have gotten a solution here and they're, and they're sweeping yeah. through wherever the problem is and taking care. Like there's some optimism on top of it. But Herb, if I were him, about that. I'd just be like, shit, <laughs> five more minutes and I, yeah, we'd have had this. Right. That's the human. That's the human. That's what King is so good about doing too. And Darabont uh, does a good job at it, kind of going to that next step. Yeah. It's like uh, really just getting you right there in the humanity, right? Yep. It's like, oh, come on, right. stabbing you square in the humanity. That's a good way of putting yep. it. And and the movie, the movie needs this, by the way. Um, this ending, without it, if you just had uh, David and his son, you know, w- emerge from the mist and you realize, oh, wow, everybody died behind mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. Like it would have hung so much more, uh, pressure on the human infighting in the grocery store, mm-hmm. right? which it, it has, <laughs> it has some problems, right? Like you, you spend the whole movie asking yourself, would I really devolve this much this fast? You yes. know, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you want, you want to believe yes, because that's what the story is telling you, but it's all very questionable. So that's how I feel a, about, I've talked about, this, yeah, but we've talked about this, how I feel about walking is, dead in general. It's like, I, I always think that they won't be that, that people aren't going to be that terrible. Right. Oh, people. You and I, worst. you and I are basically, uh, Toby Jones. I'm Toby Jones to your Thomas Jane. Yeah. Kinda, like, yeah. You know, I'm like, yeah, you put more than two people in a room and they're going to take yeah. sides and figure out ways they're, to kill each exactly. other. Exactly. Dude, that guy. Have y'all freaking, not watched any reality TV? Jesus. Well, yeah, but that stuff's edited for, your pleasure like right uh, having yeah. spoke to enough reality tv editors who's that guy that was on dtns that time i think it was name but that guy he's basically ruined reality tv for me he did pawn stars he worked on um <laughs> he worked on the the storage war show he says none of it's real we made all that shit up i'm like all right yeah. great oh well i still think a- that people te- teaming up and, and going against each other that's human nature yeah well, they do but when they show it. it on tv that stuff's just manufactured like it's not it's, oh, it's meant to, yeah. to tweak all that stuff but i'll bet you if we had a store richard hatch totally formed that first alliance <laughs> on survivor <laughs> that's right all, all by himself all using by his himself. big brain yeah <laughs> but imagine the four of us are stuck in a, a grocery store and giant semi-translucent white spider showed up i would i would eat you you would not. Well, Here's what we would band hours, together. Would get 24 hours before I start eating people. We'd band together. We'd figure <laughs> out a way to blockade stuff. If there were skittish people, we'd work on helping them through it. Like we, they, we would not. Well, it, even if that lady existed, I don't think she gets the traction she gets it, in the movie. Oh, I disagree. If we were barricaded, I think we would be fine. As soon as as soon as uh, as soon as we saw like three or four people die, like from a tentacle monster and one stabbing somebody in the neck, uh, yeah. You would start. You would start thinking. Off. All bets are off, baby. <laughs> All you, you bets are off. It's impossible to say with the four of us, because obviously the four of us, we would one hundred percent band together, and we yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. But um, you know, let's let's. If say I'm stuck in the hog, if I'm stuck at the hoggly woggly, what'd you call it? It's piggly wiggly. We call it the hoggly woggly sometimes. What'd you call it, Randy? Really? Um, something like that. Something like yeah, that. I was yeah. just trying to not say piggly. It was wiggly. called. Do you guys know the name of it? I wrote it down. I wrote it down. It's called the Food House. 
Yellow oh, Food House. House. Yes. Great, the great the movie. Yeah. yeah. What a yeah. stupid name yeah. for a That's store. Advertising. <laughs> I know, right? Where do you want to get your groceries? <laughs> How about the Food House? Yeah. It's like what Vikings oh, would have called the first grocery store. <laughs> we will put our food in the Food House. This is Food House. house. Oh, it houses food. Yeah. Anyway, that was dumb. But it. But I don't know. I tend to be a little too optimistic when it comes to sadly you know twitter is such a great example of what this microcosm would be it's like hey everybody check out this uh, awesome sandwich that i just made oh yeah that looks really good Ooh, i want to get me one of those too wow oh hey where'd you get it send me a link sandwiches are dumb (laughs) (laughs) no you're not wrong but see there's no stakes in that exchange i think when there's stakes and you're also physically face to face I think the equation changes. I think people. I think it gets worse when when there's only one sandwich and you've got yeah all those people fighting. Well, that's true. But yes, we had we a lot of sandwiches. We had a lot of sandwiches in there. They had food. You know, they were stocked. Yeah. So I think I don't know. I again maybe overly optimistic about how people would behave given you know the right circumstances. I just feel I, like I it would 100 like that to be the case. Yeah. And it's, right. maybe it's the pessimism or the skepticism in me. Maybe yeah. Not, I'm not a pessimist by any means. No, no, no. no. But healthy but skepticism skeptic, is good. Sure. sure. The main thing is there's a difference between reality and reality TV, and that is entertainment value. And so that you know we have this debate because we're watching a movie, a fictional movie, and we just don't really want to believe that reality would play this way because yeah. of course it wouldn't you'd right. have you'd have people like i said locking themselves in the bathroom and then just staying there until they starved to death but nobody here's yeah. what happened well that's Sitting true on the floor that's and true. using the toilet roll like it's a towel yeah <laughs> there'd be a bunch of that but here's the thing though like as we watch this nobody's watching this movie i don't care how big of a jerk or nice of a person you are nobody watches this movie and goes Oh yeah, I'm the William Sadler character for sure. Oh yeah, <laughs> or oh yeah, I'm the late, I'm the crazy lady with the too much right, religion. Right. Like they don't do that. They all want to be Thomas Jane, even if they're they not. They really mm. should have listened to Mrs. Carmody. I've got to be honest. I know who I am, and I'm probably William Sadler. Mm, I'm no, Jim. you're not. You're I not going to turn on everybody and start going a hallelujah and try to kill somebody. You're not doing that. Right. Sorry, sorry, guys. Don't get trapped in an elevator with me. You'll die. <laughs> <laughs> I can't picture it. You're too kind-hearted. I don't think that happens. Count, count your teeth. You yeah. know, dig, yeah, count. Yeah, next time you, you want to like talk, just to count your teeth. What I folks. think will happen more often is we'll end up with more Andre Browers. People are like, whatever, dude. I'm going out. This is stupid. You guys yeah, are a lot all of people just delusional. Yep. Like, like the first the first 24 hours, you'd have a lot of those. But really, I do see myself like a Toby Jones. It's like, I don't know, like an Ollie yeah. Weeks. That's probably more like see, who I'm, I would be. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm definitely the, the Toby Jones. Yeah. Like if, you know, if, if each of these people is a type of character, maybe a little bit of the thomas jane obviously if my kid was in there right. uh those of you who get the pre-show know that hell i do anything for my kid even at two in the yeah. morning but uh <laughs> right uh but i'm probably the toby jones like yeah all right this is yeah, what's I'm, a, happening. I'm on and, i'm unloading on marcy gay harden if she if she talks one more time i'm unloading man oh yeah well, and she, that's, the, that's uh, the thing like probably uh, the most realistic thing is that they all turn on her at some point or mm-hmm, most of them right. most of the good people turn on Mrs. Carmody, the least realistic thing is that it takes them so long to turn on her because yeah. like it's it's much <laughs> all, more likely that all it you would a gun. yeah yeah <laughs> it's, it's much more likely that uh, you would elect a leader maybe I don't know but you try right. and sure. uh, that leader would uh, wrap some duct tape around her mouth yeah that's <laughs> what I do she is the yeah. villain of the whole thing all things are better if she's out and she goes out way too late uh, she, does. she sucks I like the 
even even the uh, the little bug creature doesn't like her. Like right. the bug creature is yeah. like, uh, yeah. Not, she takes it I'm as some kind of she takes it some kind of miracle catch sign. Crazy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that the, she takes it as some kind of Jesus miracle, but really the bug's just like, Ugh, I don't want to be on her. Yeah, she, I'm not touching her. that. Yeah. What is what is she doing in such emotional movies? Mm. It is amazing how Marsha Gay yeah. Harden finds these scripts. She yeah. her her character and her performance in Mystic River will haunt yeah. you oh, yeah. if you yeah. if, if, when you see she's it. Like, here too. She's yeah. very yeah, very she, good, mm-hmm. really good at what she does. I, I've never, in fact, I think that's just her job in Hollywood. She's probably very nice in person, but her job is, hey, can you play very upsetting, difficult, you know, heart, you know, very complex characters? Can you do that, please, and never be simple or. Yeah whatever like that's just her job and i and like don't it, and know. and don't let your inner humanity show through like um with thomas jane you your whole time every time he says something you're like oh come on you're just a yeah you, I, we all know we all know that you you know you you went out with beers for, with the boys for beers last night you, you this is a guy who likes to play fantasy football don't tell me he's a painter yeah, it just doesn't fit. <laughs> Somehow that didn't fit very well, but I don't know. I can't. Not of... with William Sadler either. It's like, oh, Mr. Hollywood poster yeah. painter. Look <laughs> at you. There's some people who will just be born, just because of their look, they'll be born to always play these type of characters. Marsha Gay Harden has the, It's. I think it's her eyebrows, you know, yeah. very judgy, like, uh. you know, she's up, she's up in the church choir. She's going to come down and. Could you see right. how, how she felt very much? Oh, but yeah. William Sadler has that too, which is why it was such a you know such a different role. Uh, what was it? Was it? Uh, uh, was it him in, in uh, Green Mile? No, it was. Yes, it was him in Green Mile. No, I'm sorry, was he like, was in Shawshank. He, he was, was Haywood. Haywood. Well, he Haywood in Shawshank. Yeah. Oh right, right. And he was a good character. He was in he Bill was and Ted. He was nice. He was just kind of dopey. In uh, right, exactly. Yeah, not smart. But, but the, usually, yeah. you know, you see him and he's like, oh, man, that guy is just, he's just a dick. He's yeah. going to be the dick of this yeah. movie. Die Hard 2. He's going to be death. Huge dick in Die Hard 2. He was the main villain. And then in um, uh, Bill and Ted, well, that wasn't a, he wasn't a dick. Yeah. He played death, but he was amazing death. in that. That's a dicky, that's a dickish thing to do, though. <laughs> he you know what? So he, wasn't, he was in Green Mile. I just looked it up. This is, there's a bunch of people that are scattered around in related movies. Well, it's clear Darabont loves him and he just brings him wherever he goes. So, yeah. yeah. Which is fine with me because I'm a big Sadler fan. That guy's. Surprised he wasn't in uh, um, uh, Walking Dead because he feels like he would. He really does, doesn't he? He, yeah. he could have been the other uh, Merle, Daryl and Merle. Yeah, brother. he could have been yeah. Merle. Uh, I loved him in could've... Demon Knight, which we need to watch, by the way. Demon Knight, hold Tells on. The Demon Knight. Oh, God, I love that movie is that so good? much. I don't know. What that disc. is. I don't know why that's not. Oh, the bell. Demon Knight, so good. Isn't okay. that a, the Crypt. Rob Zombie? No, it's Tales from the Crypt. I don't think Rob Zombie had anything to do with it. No. Demon Knight with a K or Knight with an N? Uh, Demon Knight with a K because he he's a he's a knight. Oh, it's a Tales from the Crypt. And it's got it's film. got yes, Tales from the Crypt. Yeah, and it's he's got this got that uh, it's got the filter song in it. Ooh, it's so good. Oh, uh, uh, Billy Zane, William Sadler, and Jada Pinkett yes. Smith. Oh, mm. it's so good. Take right. her we're, take her name out of your mouth. Oh shoot, right. I could get slapped. I got to watch. Oh, Dick that's Miller. Funny. We love Dick Miller. That's an that's a <laughs> we automatic. What, one more thing and about Thomas Hayden Church. Yeah. One more thing about William Sadler. I never saw Roswell. He okay. was in all 61 episodes of Roswell. I am now interested in watching Roswell. Yeah, same. <laughs> I haven't either. I didn't know he was I've in never that. seen any of it. I watched, boy, I watched that soundtrack a little bit of Roswell. full of covers. <laughs> oh, was it? I watched a little bit of Roswell. It's pretty good. Some of those WB shows, they were like, hey, what if we just ran every cool song ever made? That's how we get popular. That we can afford. Like, right. there's, a, there's a line. 
Yeah, there's not watch yeah. Miami Vice every Friday night. Open, <laughs> I did. Man. I loved it. I oh, did love man, it. boy, do we need to put Demon Knight on our list? It's I got an Demon uncredited Knight. John Larroquette as the slasher. Yeah, yes, oh, so incredible. good. We haven't had him do that since he narrated the beginning of what was the movie John Larroquette? We watch Blind Blind Date. Date. <laughs> no, it was something else. You need to watch Blind Date though. Damn it, I can't remember. I just want to. That wanna movie praise. bothers the hell out of me. I don't know why. Never saw it. It's one of those uncomfortable movies. And it was, I want to say it was one of the movies when I was um, working in a movie theater. It was one of the movies that was playing there. So I could go in anytime on my break, pop in and watch a little bit of Blind Date, which was just a dumb thing to do. But why not? (laughs) What else? Where else am I going to go? Don't judge me. Yeah. What else are you going to do? uh, So I saw that movie in bits and pieces. I've seen the whole thing, but saw that movie in bits and pieces for such a long time. Did you, um, do you guys know this movie, right? Yeah. Blake Edwards, I think. Right. Right. Oh my gosh! Yes, have we done a Blake? Wild. I don't think we've ever done a Blake Edwards movie here. That's I think we have, but I've just, I just I just think it's we've wild. That done any of the uh, Pink Panthers, which I think would be good. Oh, for let's do the second one. That second one is so good. We should do that. Yeah. Oh, Shot in the Dark. Uh, I can't remember. Is it Return? I don't remember what it's called. One of them has um, uh, uh, one-eyed Vulcan or one-eyed uh, Klingon uh, actor who died. He was in Eyes Out. He just passed away. Can't think of his name. Christopher Plummer. That's what I'm thinking of. Oh, yeah. Chris Plummer. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. He's young. In that, uh, I I found a little scrutiny. Scrutiny. This is in the uh, trivia. It says, <clears throat> "This is Thomas." Okay, so uh, this is just an issue of people aren't keeping up with the times. But it says, "This is Thomas Jane's second Stephen King movie. He played Henry in Dreamcatcher in 2003, which is true. We saw that movie here, mm-hmm. uh, right? I think we did. Yeah, we did. We saw Dreamcatcher. Uh, but the, but the actual statement that this is a second King movie is incorrect because in 2017, which is fair enough time to get this updated." He was in the Netflix film 1922, another Stephen King wow. short story turned uh, adaptation. Wow. Also very good, by the way. Really good. He's fantastic in it. Highly this recommend is, 1922. It's very good. This anyway. is our fifth Thomas Jane movie. Uh, hold on. Let me guess. We got uh, you got Punisher. Yep. You got this deal. Yep. You got Dreamcatcher. Correct. This deal. Uh, four, you say? Let's see. Oh, Five. No. This is our fifth. You got oh. two more to go. Do you guys know what? What else? What else? And no, I, it's not, think it's not fair because he wasn't a main ro- a main character in these other two. That's okay. Um, he was in Deep Blue Sea, oh, okay. and I, I guess he was a kind of a main character in that movie. But really, all you remember is sharks. Yeah. And uh, he <laughs> was in Jackson. Yeah. yeah, he was in Face Off. Oh, right. oh, really? Small role in Face Off. That's right. I'm a big Thanks. Tom Jane oh, fan. I think his his character, uh, Detective Miller, on. Uh, uh, the Expanse, unbelievable, so good, deserves more than it got. I mean, I know in some ways it's just a noir trope, but I love mm-hmm. it in that so so much. Yeah, so good. Uh, not not really a lot of other crossover for us in this movie, except a guy named Brian Libby. Uh, Brian Libby played biker in this yeah. movie. Oh, is he the guy? Is he half a biker? Yeah, and <laughs> so uh, good. I and felt bad he, for him because that guy had good and ah, I felt bad for him. Yeah, I liked yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah, we have we have seen him in eight movies now. Oh wow. Yeah. He's just Does a he stunt this, double usually. You know what? This movie is absolutely chock full of interesting looking character actors. Mm, and Brian yeah. Libby is an interesting looking character actor. Yeah. So and we've seen him in Action Jackson, Air Force One, Dreamskate, Eraser, Heat, In the Line of Fire, and the Octagon. He's a very interesting dude. I like him every time he shows up, but you're right about the character actors. There's there are handsome and beautiful people in this movie, but there are also people who are just interesting. Toby Jones is never not interesting to watch. Uh-huh. He's like a little elven man kind of. 
Um, he is. So he weird. like Letter. whoever whoever said, "Hey, we got to make that guy play Truman Capote." It was like yeah. the most brilliant yeah. casting, yeah. kind of the most obvious, easiest casting ever, for sure. But like, even I just watched the some episodes of this new uh, Western on Prime called um, I think I'm going to recommend it this week for, called uh, the English. If I can finish it, um, and I really like it, and he's in it, but only the first episode, and I won't give any more away. But he's only there for just a brief little stint. But it's fantastic. He's just so watchable and so interesting. I just of, of all the character actors working today, I always get happy if I see Toby Jones show up for sure. Just yeah, for sure. Artem Zola. Yeah. <laughs> who who was the Doomsayer actor? Which which guy was that? You guys know what I'm talking about. He died near the. He died out in the. Out oh, in the uh, oh, parking lot. The one who's always um, like, it's the it's, it's the mills, and it's the damn mills. I knew it was going to happen. And yeah, the chemical clouds. And <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that guy. Like he goes, that's a toxic uh, toxic cloud from the military. That guy. Is it Buck Taylor? Is that who it is? Might I be. I like him too. He will. He looks like a Buck Taylor with a name <laughs> like Buck Taylor. Right. I also feel like the the lady who played, uh, see, Frances Sternhagen, who played Irene, the older lady. Oh God. Oh sure. Yeah. Cliff, I Clifford's feel, mom. Cliff Clavin's mom. That's who mom. it is. Damn it, Brian! I've been. Oh, yeah, I could yeah, not no, make yeah. the connection. Shit. That's it. Yeah. When I was in Vermont, we went to a, a Christmas party, and there were four ladies that looked just like her in this film. Really? Oh, that's great. Four, four ladies. That's great. I always think she's the lady in uh, in the boat in the uh, Dante's Peak. Who is that lady? Why do I always get oh, those two confused? Is that her? Maybe. Hold on. I don't think so. I think it's the other lady I always thinks Chris mom. Remember Dante's Peak? I can't remember. Oh, this lady's I, awesome. She, row, row, row your boat. And then she jumps out of the boat and she pulls in the acid lake is going, eating her up. She's going, ah! Yeah. And they're going, no, Grandma, get back in the boat. <laughs> remember that? that <laughs> no, great. I don't. Not no, well. I don't remember that at all. Remember that There's no way part. that if I saw that clip, it would be better than what I have in my mind from your <laughs> retelling of it. Yeah, no doubt. She was in Doc Hollywood. I remember that. And she's in. she's been sure. working since the 50s. 51 was her first thing. And she's not she's alive but not working now. Elizabeth Hoffman, Ruth, that's who it is. I always get Elizabeth Hoffman. Oh uh, different lady, yeah. With her, yeah. But they're totally very similar. Lady. I just thought she was yeah. perfect. For amazing. Her. Yeah, she's just amazing. She's really and, good. And and uh she's my example of I can't believe she wasn't ever on MASH. I like every episode yeah. of Film yeah. Sack, I'm like, there's a person here. Oh, that's Dude, sure. I, that's fair. She looks like she would have been a nurse or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah totally. totally. Older, yeah. older nurse who has some kind of problem. Yeah, she's like she's doing mercy killings behind everybody's back. I love it. I love that we're talking about Mash, and you say some kind of problem. Everybody yeah, on everybody, Mash yeah, has some kind of problem. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's broken. That show has a, some kind of problem. Uh, Alexis Davalos, she played the cute uh, checkout girl, uh, uh, the brunette. Check her Lori, out, girl. Lori Holden was the blonde. Alexa Davalos was the brunette. Yeah, and she is, uh, uh, I think, striking and unforgettable in roles like Man in the High Castle, and for uh, sure. Some other stuff, but it, she uh, she was in Punisher amazing. as well. Anyway, yeah. Oh, was she in Punisher? The movie? She was the TV show, yes. the series. Oh, okay. The, the Barenthal, the other guy from The Walking Dead. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. I just, look at all these characters. I just love how they couldn't really make her look like a cash register worker in a grocery store. Like they, and a, you just and can't babysitter. It's like a it's like a Anna de Armas and Knives Out, right? Like, right, how do you right. put makeup on this gorgeous human being that makes them look like they're just a nurse? Right. Exactly. <laughs> just. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Like this is the best job I could get working as a checkout girl. Yeah, At it first, was, I thought she was Carrie Russell when she when you right. first see her because of the okay. uh, the hair and she has Carrie Russell's eyes. I and think. I I love that they went with uh, 
with with face gore. It was like, right. oh, we got this beautiful lady. What's the worst thing that can happen to her? You know, we could shoot her in the gut. No, no, no. <laughs> Let's make her face get all bloated right after the yeah, guy. This it's very effective. That in his face <clears throat> wrist it's like, very effective. It's like that. That I mean, it, I won't say. Well, maybe. What did I put for grossest? Hold on, let me make sure I didn't use that. No, oh, yeah, it was, I could not think <clears throat> of what a, the grossest. That that, that almost made the list because it's just excellent practical effects. But she she really yeah. just looked. I mean, that looks so painful, and what yeah. a horrible way to die. So that really stuck. I don't with know. Me, but... I think that, but then I'm like, I was at first like, oh no, that'd be terrible. And I'm like, you know what? You just slowly black out. You couldn't breathe. You just slowly black out. I guess being scared would be the suckiest part of that. Yeah, because you'd be uh, you'd be fighting for air and you know doing all your normal yeah. human survival stuff. But um, right, boy. it's better than getting chopped in half. I suppose. I don't know. Maybe I don't not. know. Or getting your skin burned off. That poor guy was. Oh. If you ever burn anything, any any. Any type of of real surface area, Woo. yeah, and just these, the idea of these hot web wires draping across Ugh. you, yeah, right, man, oh. they really got me with that. They really got me with that. That was really scary. Yeah. Everything in that pharmacy, freaking f that place. That sucked. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. the pharmacy. Spiders with skeleton faces. Thank you. I'm done. Yep. Bye. Well, yeah, bye. Yeah, like there's, there. there's a quality to gross out where when you're watching a movie like this, you prep yourself for it. Like you just you're mentally you know armed to deal with gross things. Right. And so like the, and not any particular thing is going to gross you out more than all the rest. Yeah, that's true. Um, but it's, it's, uh, it leaves a mark, a lot of that stuff, but what grossed me out here, let me play the deal. Gross. Here's what grossed me out. Well, let's see if you guys, yeah, anything else. I, I would like of? to guess, I would yeah. like to guess that it's, what Marsha Gay Harden was kneeling in and smelling yeah. while she's praying in a bathroom stall <laughs> at a, a grocery one. store, yeah. facing the toilet. She's facing the toilet in that stall. I don't know why. Doing her weird mutter like, pray thing. Is that the I, one? I, Let's I find out. I Let's love f- that she wiped her face off the toilet paper like it was a towel yeah. on a rack. Yeah. And then she just left it. And I'm like, oh, no, lady. How yeah. is that? How is that more gross than be- people being dismembered? I don't know. Well, don't know. you are correct. Uh, that was the grossest thing in the movie, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, very, very good call. What did make a close second, though, even though it's a non-practical effect, that first bug that lands on the window while the guy's eating his chicken. Oh, yeah. I, I'm telling you, dude, I still jump Not while five I'm feet. My chicken, man. And I even saw yeah. it coming. I'm like, oh, yeah, this scene. I see it way off in the distance. And then, wham! That was ring. Right. That was Ringo uh, caveman size uh, bug <laughs> yep. right there. It yep. totally was. It really yeah. was. And it sounded here. Uh, here's the here's the sound of it. Ah, I just <laughs> something about it, man. Can't, yeah. ugh, I can't do it. I just can't do that. So that, that was a close second. But congrats, Randy. You got the grossest thing. Very well. I don't know why it took them so long. I was getting it's, it's typical horror stuff, though. But I don't know why I took them so freaking long to go. Yeah. Turn those lights out, man. Turn turn those turn right. off the lights. Right, exactly. Like he says, oh, they're attracted to the lights. They're attracted yeah. to the lights. Like he's trying to figure out. So what's the solution if right. they're attracted oh, to the problem. lights? Yeah. What Meanwhile, you got, Sa- you got Adam Sar- not Adam Sandler, William Sadler, and his buddy running around turning Sadler. more on the whole time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like no, no, no. The opposite. Turn them off. Don't turn a floodlight on. You dumbass. <laughs> like I said, I am Sadler in some ways because I would totally do something stupid like that and then have to yell at me. Stop it! I'm like, what? What do you mean? Stop it? Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're reasonable. To help. You're reasonable. He was. He was an empty soul. That guy. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a great. It's a great role. But um, man, I love Sadler. Again, he can be so, in whatever. We should seek uh, out movies with Adam. Adam. I keep watch, saying Adam watch Sandler. Demon Knight. That's one of my favorite Sadler movies. He's just. I love him. 
Okay. So it's on the list, right? We have to do that. Get that in yeah. there. Get that done. Sure. I'll um, send you each a copy of my laser disc. Yeah, do that. <laughs> uh, it says uh, there's some trivia here that says Stephen King says he was so genuinely frightened, and this is an interview, by this adaptation of his novella that Frank Darabont described that as the happiest moment of his career. Yeah. Maybe that's why he, maybe that's why he stopped here and said, no, nah, I'm not directing any movies anymore. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to go down from here. It can only get worse. I really, right. I'm, I'm a, I think that's really unfortunate. He's, he's one mm-hmm. of the most interesting right. directors maybe ever. Yeah, and has and such a you, small body. How could work, you come but. away from Shawshank Redemption and co- ever call anything else the happiest moment of your career? Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. I don't know. Maybe That's that was hard. Wild. Maybe that was really hard, and the the warden in that was such a dick. Yeah. Boy, Steve, Stephen King really, really does like to take the religious, yes. not only religious Fanatic. fanaticism, but that combined with inherent. Uh, hypocrisy that you often find yeah. mm-hmm. in that fanaticism, and he loves spreading that out in his in his stories. Yeah, it's just like it that. Is warden. One of the scariest things. I mean, any extreme uh, religious beliefs is going to be one of the truest, scariest things in the real world, right? Yeah, that's other people. Yeah, that's what people in a situation shit. like this they go, oh, giant, horrible, uh, skull-headed creature, spider. Uh, right. That reminds me of Revelations chapter ten verse. Th- it's like no, 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 no. It doesn't. Let's not. Let's, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> let's yeah, go a different is, way. This is also one of those people, and there are people out there like this who they have their own Bible they've been writing. That's why it's scary. Mm-hmm. She's got, you know, she's got yeah. a notebook, and that yeah. thing started out blank, mm-hmm. and she's yep. been writing. <laughs> she's been writing scary Bible verse fan fiction. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. For right. A while. Yeah, they, I'm not. They, and once just I, waiting for this moment. Yeah. Just to let you know, I'm not attacking anybody who believes in any Bible or has any religious beliefs. Please believe what you want to believe. I'm just saying, what is super scary is think about someone else's religion. Don't think about your own. No one's attacking here. Think about somebody else's religion. So they believe it so deeply that they would do anything for it. Yeah, and it's uh, like any yeah, extremes. That's, exactly. That's what okay. we're talking about. That's and, scary. And the guy, they even illustrated because the big biker guy goes. Lady, I believe in God, I, but not the psycho you believe in, or whatever he said. Right, right. Psycho, bloodthirsty de- uh, God you believe in. God demon, or whatever he says. I, well, yeah. you can yeah. talk it over with the devil when you're in your hell. <laughs> she was always had, she always, <laughs> damn it. Every time she had the good comeback, said, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> it is it, as awesome as it is when Lori Holden slaps Marsha Gay Harden right across the face. Oh, that's oh, great. Um, I was, I was distracted. I, I didn't like that this whole subplot. You know, of of cult leader, want to be cult leader versus everybody else. Oh, I like distracted it. me from some of the really funny and fun aspects of this movie. Like um, the guy who goes out with the rope tied around his waist. I just love that whole sequence. It is it is funny. You should be making fun of that. You should be laughing your ass off when they drag the lower half of his body back. <laughs> he won't stop dragging it. I'm like, dude, yeah, right. you see it at this point. Stop. <laughs> Quit dragging it. The whole place is freaking out and you're still pulling it. Like you're gonna get something out of this. Like, no, that's the guy's waist down yeah. to his feet. Yeah. You're done. He's you done. You can stop now. Yeah, yeah. Stop. Quit pulling on that dude. But I, I kind of, I guess I maybe this is on purpose. And I guess hats off to Darabont for doing this to me. But there's a part of me that needs to know Brower's face and reaction when he sees all this is yeah. real. Yeah. I need yeah. to know it. Yeah, and you're I right. don't get right. it. They don't give it to me. You know? No. Yeah. No. And I'm not saying it's a mistake. I'm saying. Well done. It freaking worked. It I, pissed me off. Oh shit, Peralta! Yeah. Peralta, you I are right. I am curious though. I am curious because the this the script did get. There were some scenes that the script absolutely got you know cut 
yeah. uh, from. So there, there was probably a scene in there. It was probably intended to give us an answer to that. I mean, they could have easily done the MP guy could have been him or, you know, they could have done. Yeah. They could have yeah, shown yeah, him in a number of ways. But, you know, maybe that that is not as satisfying. There's very aliens quality to what they were doing there. It's like, oh, right. we found somebody. They're still alive. Oh, shit. Uh, Napon. Let, what's his name? No. Burp, burp, burp. And everyone's freaking out. And then the alien pops out of his chest. Yeah. Yeah. They did that a lot. And that's fine. I feel I feel fine. Let's eat some soup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. him just apologizing and then twitching and then now bugs are crawling out of your face. New face holes. Oh, man. Yeah. Really know how to so, turn yeah, my the, butter. The, the gore was I appreciated the gore in this movie because it was it was quick and it didn't hang around real long. And so that was that was good. Yeah, this could it was really the right amount a gore movie. It was yeah. the right amount. Yep. I mean, also you have a prestige cast and it just makes it feel well, I say yeah. prestige. I mean, I don't know. I just, the acting's top notch across the board. Yeah. And it feels like that kind of movie, but with these elements is a, f- that's right. fun. I mean, there's a fun, you forget, yeah. You know, speaking of that, that's the, the, the visual look of how it was filmed with like the, the shield crew. That was funny at first. It was very shield at first. It kind of got away a little bit from it. But those first couple of scenes in the uh, in the grocery store and stuff, I was like, "Wow, who shot this? The the guys from the Shield?" Because it was it was yeah. definitely had their finger on it. Yeah, did feel like it that. He directed a bunch of the uh, the Shield, didn't he? Yeah, he did, yeah. yeah, he was. Yeah, I want to I want to praise this movie. Uh, I want to praise the filmmakers here for making this movie look a little bit timeless. It oh, yeah. doesn't look like 2007. Mm-mm. Yeah. Uh, is they that did the year? that on purpose. Is that our year? Yeah. Correct. Yeah. 2007 like, is when it came out. Like, yeah. uh, like he, you know, dude drives a 30 year old Land Cruiser or something. Yeah. And like uh, all of the, you know, the technology, like there's a shot of him using his phone as a, as a flashlight. A flashlight. There's not really a lot. Like you, you knock down the phone and the power and you can, you can set your movie in any time really. Right. And it's just like, there was a lot of stuff like that. The people who work in the grocery store were dressed like they were working in a grocery store between 1958 and 1998, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Good they point. Did a really good job. They it also, was intentional according to the trivia. So yeah. Was, and they, he also says they, they did such a good job or King was very approval, had a big approval of this, that they filmed it all in Texas and Louisiana, but they really made it feel like Maine. And yeah. according to King, they nailed it somehow. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's easy when everything's fogged up. You guys nailed it. Uh, it's all fogged up. <laughs> is, that, is, is that your impression of Stephen King? That's by Stephen King. That's okay. King. Uh-huh. Yeah, as far as way, I can go with it. Way more nasal. Yeah, you, gotta yeah, go man, last you guys really you nailed it. You guys really nailed it. No, is that better? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> and that's why I let Ibit do the impressions. That's right. That's, <laughs> that's right. Um, yeah. It, uh, also, okay, moments that make me mad, but I still think make a good movie is Guy finally gets his mop lit and then trips and then sets himself on fire. <laughs> right. Yes. Gosh, my dang intro it, almost was the, was almost the lighting of the mop. I almost went entirely lighting the mop. It was a hilarious Keystone yeah. cop yeah. whole thing. Really also, was. wasn't his yeah. wet when he pulled it up to light it? Doesn't it? I don't think it works out. Where was he soaking it? In, I think in, he was uh, soaking it in, in the fuel. Was, uh, Cause I was thinking uh, the same thing. Like, well, what are you, are you soaking, just soaking that in gasoline? Holy crap. Yeah. Has, uh, recipe has for disaster. No right. Has little striker technology improved since 2007? Cause she seemed like that was a, that always happens with those strikers. I, I used to have pretty good luck with those. Uh, oh, for lighting your, your, yeah. your barbecue oh, or whatever. Yeah. I have, I've had a terrible, terrible time with those. 
They always take two, through two, three clicks before I can get it going. What you need is like yeah. a real, you need somebody who's super into weed or something because they right. always carry amazing <laughs> lighters, those people. They have like incredible lighters. Those really cool, it? like butte, like the, the torches, like, uh, yeah. kind of like what, uh, one of the characters in uh, Glass Onion has. That oh yeah, the Glass yeah. Onion Torch. Exactly. I love yes. that kind of how, stuff. How should we? How should we? Hey guys, I, I've got some weapons. I think we should have a mop with gas on it. Where should we keep <laughs> the gas at? In a bucket on the floor, just freeze sitting. That's yeah, a good plan. Right under where we light them up. Right great where we idea. light the mop. Yeah, great idea. And then give it to Slippy <laughs> McTrouble Step. He's not going to make it. Like he was just just biffed it immediately. Third degree burns everywhere. It's like, oh my gosh. And half the store is burning. What a nightmare. So that really bugged me. Uh, but I also like it. I like the chaos. Uh, sure, so I, I sure. guess I was okay with it. The CGI again mostly holds up. Uh, I think everything post tentacles is pretty strong. Even yeah. the the vision when they're in the the Bronco or sorry the the Toyota the Land Cruiser and mm-hmm. you just see the the big that's one so good that's, so that's good. badass yeah, yeah the one hunched over that's by the badass. way post tentacles you'll find those in aisle four <laughs> oh <man. laughs> and, wait uh, so this and, is the other and, thing that I have a problem with the tentacle thing we never see tentacles again it's all spiders and acrid right. ac- I thought I thought the I thought the tall beast had outside not in really the it had lot. like. It had like mini legs hanging from its midsection, but it didn't. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I was trying to I was trying to get a handle on what in the world what was the creature I mean, it's design. All, it's all you know, it's it's like, all Lovecraftian type of like it felt monsters. like the bugs, the flying bugs had ten legs. I I couldn't. Cool. They never really show you anything long. I get, no one you know dissects anything, so you can really find out. Right. But the it was the it was the the at at walker that i was just like (laughs) i was the most like wow like you would see that and i i realize in the moment these characters that's where they all find despair finally they finally find the the final human emotion of despair i think you you just nailed something for me that didn't click until just the second um why this movie works so well for me and maybe for others i'll just speak for myself it's because this concept of oops we opened a dimension and it's full of fog creatures is terrible in the wrong hands like you can make a a schlocky b movie out of that and it would be schlocky and b what makes this great and perhaps the original story is the reason but what makes this great is the personal reaction you would have to something even that outlandish right is what matters most and 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 part of that is showing the the spread of crazy religion lady all the way up to skeptic Joe who doesn't believe anything's really happening. Joe. <laughs> and that's the strength of the movie is that because if you just said, hey, we're going to go watch a movie about um, a bunch of spiders that come out of the fog, that sounds terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, right. But, but you this- have this you have these seven steps of human uh, emotion or human action. Uh, and I actually, I actually noted them all down because the the film goes through these seven steps really clearly. That starts with confusion, then disagreement, then there's infighting, then there's resolution. The two sides or the three sides, however many, they all resolve to do something. Mm-hmm. Then there's resistance. So we follow the resistance sort of fighters as they go out and actually do something. And then they're they're overmatched. So you have sadness and then despair. Mm-hmm. And uh, like. I just doesn't it doesn't work without all of that because you cannot have a good movie with um we can't see anything like that's that's scary for a minute but right. yeah. after that I uh, I'm used to it now you, okay you can't see everything yeah that's a fair point I just think they 
just did a really good job here. I haven't enjoyed right. I mean, I enjoyed this, excuse me, this movie when I saw it in theaters. And I've seen it, I don't know, five times since. This is probably my fifth or sixth time, and I enjoyed it just as much this time. Like, I, I can't go think, with you there. I This is my second time seeing it. I also saw it when it came out. Uh, I don't need to see it again. That's it's, surprising uh, you know, to me. I'd it's, watch it's it fine. again. Yeah, I would I'd totally watch it again. Watch it again. And the I, reason I don't yeah. need to see it again is because it's not like you said, you like to see uplifting things, but also like there's just a quality to movies that are uplifting where I want to see them again to feel what I felt all through Shawshank Redemption, not just the end of Shawshank Redemption, but all throughout it. I feel so many emotions that are, I think are good to feel. Mm-hmm. Whereas this one is just like I just said, you know, fear, confusion, resolution yeah i don't know why i maybe it's just my thing with my love of post-apocalyptic story i think that's just this just ticks all my boxes i think mm-hmm. the great thing for me is that it was long enough since i'd seen this that i'd forgotten the ending so it's like oh, just, yes, yeah. just as gut punchy like oh yeah crap yeah that might see that's great i kind of wish i was you in that regard because it's it is a it I hate to say it's a fun twist. It's not fun. No, it's not fun at all. Yeah, but it is, a, it is a powerful twist. Yeah. yeah. I there didn't remember go. until the end. And when it was starting to get towards it, I'm like, oh, that's right. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah. yeah it's um, yeah. it's one you don't, uh, you know, it's not for the kids, this movie. Nope. Uh, it might be for the teens. No, unless you like watching them cry. Yeah. But you, <laughs> you got a 15-year-old in the house or something, this is probably okay. Oh. Handle this kind of stuff, no problem. Started out with the newly minted 13-year-old. And, uh, I, I saw as I started it, oh, it's rated R crap. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, once we got to the, the scene where the kid from American pie movies is being <laughs> the Charminator. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's who that that's, is. Damn it. Yeah. Another one. Yeah. I couldn't put my finger on now. I, now I know, I guess I could have found out, but I didn't find out. Who's this but kid? I got that Cr- far. Chris I got Owen? that far and I got that far through a lot of cursing, man. Yeah. The, the, they got these. Every character in this movie has the F word in their mouth. Really? Oh yeah, oh, sure. I didn't think it count was that your much. Instead, I didn't count, but I didn't think it was that much. Well, I, I think when you watch with a kid, it's probably more. You do. You pay more attention to that. Yeah, yeah to must, spot it. Must be. I didn't do an F word count. Or your parents. You watch yeah. a movie with your parents, like, oh, jeez, mm-hmm. wow, oh man, is there that much nudity in this thing? Jeez. <laughs> yeah, that happened a lot. We, in fact, I, when I when my kids were, I don't know, 10, 11, we thought, hey. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. That'd be awesome. Let's show him one of my movies from my youth. Let's do this. Let's get in here. Fired up Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah, there's a lot of innuendo and dirty little jokes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you forget. You just don't remember any of that uh, at the time. But yeah. Also, uh, the dude movie. Um, uh, dude, uh, where's my car? No. I can't think of the damn name of the thing. Sweet. Big Lebowski. Big Lebowski, I thought. I think it's because I think I've talked about this. I watched a version on TNT or something, and it was all really well uh dialogue replaced for swears and stuff and nudity and everything it was really well done and i thought oh i thought this movie is a little more edgy i guess not okay cool i want to show this to my kids <laughs> so i went and got it at the blockbuster or whatever uh, and cranked it up comes I was like, julianne oh. Moore swinging in <laughs> yep pantsless or was that from another thing that, that was, was uh, shortcuts was pantsless but that's right topless. <laughs> topless in this but there's that whole thing plus everybody's cussing constantly Oh yeah, and then and, you get the woman slow mo woman jumping on a trampoline at the uh, yeah at the porn the porn party. Oh and, right, uh, I forgot all about that. Yeah, so all of that stuff's in there. I'm like, okay, well, I guess we're turning this off. You're all ten. <laughs> we're not doing this. That's right. <laughs> this dude does not abide. Nope, <laughs> can't abide in any of this stuff. But but yeah, I you know it's very difficult for me to say 
I don't know why I'm so fond of it, but I, there's nothing in here I didn't like. I like it all. Mm-hmm. Top to oh, bottom. Yeah. It's just a good movie. If you haven't seen it at home, you should go see uh, It's right now on Netflix, by the way, is where we saw it. And uh, right? That's where we watched it. Yes. Speak, speaking of freshly minted 13-year-old, boy, are we watching movies. I didn't realize how many movies we put off over the years, over many years, like mm. many, many years of, of uh, let's, let's, let's hold on on that one. Now, now that we're 13, uh, all the rating, the PG 13 rating means nothing. We're, we're, we're going to watch them, I guess. Does, all it, of them, right? does it feel like, is it weird that your kid is essentially the same age as film sack? Is that weird? He's a little younger. No, but, no, no. it's always been true. So I'm used to it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, another year and another year. He's the same age as film sack. How does that that work? Yeah. How does that work? Very weird. Uh, all right. You guys want to do some some clips we can do some clips oh my gosh yes okay i don't have a ton because it's not a i don't know there's not a lot of quippy stuff in here but there's you know a handful and so we're gonna play him here's toby jones showing himself for the very first time i agree let's stay here until we figure it out you're not listening i guess that was later you're not listening things are foggy (laughs) i think that was uh i think that that was martina or not martina uh, melissa mcbride yes Yes. The, the Carol. Car- yeah. I think so. Yes, that you are correct. Because she was like, I got to get out of here. Uh, here's right. hitting the, oh, I like this. Uh, this is um, Tom Jane trying to figure shit out. And he had a pratfall moment. Here you go. Oh, shit. I just like that. <laughs> just he, <laughs> He's in the dark and there's a generator and it's making oh, right. smoke. And he's just yeah. like, he hits his head coming out of that cage room. Yeah. 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 Oh, I could feel it. I felt <laughs> it in, the, in my head. Yeah. This movie was really good at how people actually act uh, when they don't think people are around and they f up. Like at the very beginning, him trying to uh, crank that uh, chainsaw was exactly what I do every time I try to crank the chainsaw. I can't do it, mm-hmm. and then I just say a bunch of f bombs and I start reading <laughs> the instructions sarcastically. <laughs> Uh, just to make sure I haven't missed anything. But yeah, that was so real to me. And so hitting his head like that, too, is exactly how I would yeah, do it. Yeah, it's good. Tom Jane's good at that oh kind of thing anyway. He's so thick here compared to his stuff on The Expanse. He's so skinny in that. Mm-hmm. Which, right. is, I mean, yeah. it's the point. He's from the he's from the rim or whatever, not the rim, the outers. Sits there painting, painting paintings and eating bonbons yeah. in that, uh, that house in quote-unquote Maine. That's right. <laughs> Maine. Uh, Louisiana, Maine, Louisiana. Maine, Louisiana. <laughs> Here is uh, the jitters comment. Oh, yeah, something about the jitters. Nor do I like being talked down to or called stupid by a guy who went to college just because he's got the jitters. What does that even mean, William Sadler? I don't know. Went to college he's scared? just because he's got the jitters? Yeah. What does that mean? I think it's being talked down to just because he's got the jitters. There's right. like, oh, that that went to he's college scared. was a parenthetical. You just couldn't see him making the air parentheses. Uh, right. Well, there's Sadler for you. Uh, here's Toby Jones. Shut the f up and listen. Yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Look at him getting serious. See, that's Ibit. Ibit would do that in the group. I would. I'd be like, calm the f down. We're going. Exactly. We're doing. We're, we exactly. have it. Exactly. I, uh, I would do that, and I have done that. Here's the scariest thing in the entire film Revelations, chapter 15. And the temple was filled with smoke from the glory of God. And from his power. Duck, duck tape her now. Put her down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't have to kill her. Just tape her up. Or just her mouth, you know, in her, mm-hmm. in her hand mm-hmm. so she can't take it mm-hmm. off. Be, 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 boo. You got to be proactive with her. Whew. Right. Uh, the kid was pretty good. They got tanks and stuff, right? Yeah. 
he's he's all right. He's what was mm-hmm. he in? He's in other stuff that we know now. He's older, obviously. Dolphin Tail was the big thing. I did. No. It's the IMDb known for. Oh, what else was he in? Uh, Dark Knight. He was James Gordon, so Gordon's kid. Oh, right. Okay. Goldberg's. He played Gary Ball in five episodes. Probably a friend. Uh, Dolphin Tail Two. <laughs> uh, oh, sure. Nothing else. A bunch of CSI stuff. He just does some TV business mostly. It looks like. Yeah. He seemed, he was good for this though. I liked him. Yeah, yeah, did just fine. I worried about him all the time. Believable kid, and he he was good with the snot crying, like the crying where the whole front of your face is wet because mm-hmm. you're snotting and you're crying all at the same time. Yeah, most kid actor cries are very see throughable. They're just bad. Yeah, but he was yeah. he was quite good. He was good. Uh, well enough alone. I don't know what this is. Why can't you just leave well enough alone? Oh, that's uh, that's, that's Marsha Gay Harden. Why don't we just leave the bugs alone and let be friends with them? My dad, <laughs> my dad's friend used to call her Marsha Gay Hardon, and I'm not kidding. He <laughs> okay. thought it was hilarious to say that. He's like, yeah, "Oh, isn't that sure. funny?" It's like Marsha Gay Hardon. I'm like, "Yeah, that's, you get it, son." That's real funny. Oh, he wasn't my dad. He just was goofball. My dad. Did, uh, while you're in clips here, did you catch the Wilhelm scream in this movie? No, crap. So it was faint. And once again, like, why? Why are you hiding Wilhelm yeah. screams? But it was faint. Um, it's it's there's a you know a person out in the mist getting uh, you know mutilated, <laughs> and there's yeah. a Wilhelm scream in it. I missed that entirely. It wasn't the kid yeah. getting pulled off the glass and sucked up into the sky, was it? No, no, no. This okay. is near, near the very end. Okay. And I know this was you know 15 years ago, but I can, let's be done with the Wilhelm scream. I know, dude. I'm sure. with you so much. Sign this petition, everybody. Hate it. It annoys me. Like even in old yeah. movies where it wasn't annoying yet, I just can't do it. I hate it. Yeah. It's There's no so reason pulls for it. right out of the movie. Zero reason. No, everyone gets the joke. Ha ha. Everyone uses it at least once in the movies. Okay. You don't have to, though. Go do other stuff. Exactly. Exactly. Lots of screams to be had. Um, here's a, the pee lady. And I got lots of peas. You got lots of peas. <laughs> I got lots of peas. I got a bit favorite instant in the entire movie was when she threw that can of peas and hit that woman <laughs> in the face. Yeah. Like, no doubt. Oh, it feels so good in that moment. It did. It, it, they earned it. Uh, here's Toby Jones saying my favorite thing he ever said. Welcome to Sesame Street. Today's word is expiation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's great. Dude. Really great. I was sad when his character died. Spoiler. Yeah. Uh, well, I did love how he went out, though. That was good. Yeah, it was pretty epic. That bit. Uh, here's some angry acting of the week. Here you go. It's the Arrowhead Project, isn't it? This mist. It's some kind of what? Military f*** up. What were you guys messing with up there, huh? We got you now, you sorry son of a bitch! Okay, what I like about that... sorry son of a bitch! This part right here... Uh, Wrong one, hold on. It's the the Arrowhead Project, isn't it? This... Okay, it's got like a Harrison Ford thing going. Oh, I was was hearing uh, Michael Douglas... Oh, that's good too. Well, yeah, uh, but I'm 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 coming down on Harrison Ford side here. The, the play it again where he runs the words together. Right. That's Hold Harrison on. Ford. Pull, pull For some reason, it's playing funny. There we go. It's <laughs> missed. It's some kind of what military? <laughs> that whole thing. Yeah, the that's, sword that's belongs in the museum, Dad. Harrison Ford. I did yeah. not kill my wife. Rrr. All right, final clip. Uh, this is me after I eat a big block of cheese. Okay. <laughs> okay. So when I eat like a big block of government, you know, just bad cheese, this is me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 That's bathroom door. 
Are you kidding me? Yeah. That was me. Going back to Extra Life Radio, we've been making fun of angry acting, but yeah. it's that didn't strike me as difficult as easy. Like that's oh that's that hard no not at all that was hard an actor yeah. yeah and he had yeah. this thing at the end where he's out next to the jeep or the car and he's still kind of screaming to the sun, the sky that could have been super cheese ball instead it to me it really illustrated what you'd be going through like mm-hmm. a yeah. combination of shock horror what have I done not quite ready to deal with that so now I'm going to be shocked again. Like, really, really good stuff from Tom yeah. Jane. The man with two first names. All right, let's move on to uh, this here uh, deal here, which is the Film Sack Checklist. Yeehaw. Yeehaw's right. First one of the year. Uh, let's see here. This uh, Oh, all this sky weed makes me think there are monsters out here. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, only thing worse than the big spider is... <laughs> That sorry is that one's what the only thing worse than a big spider is one that's all milky white and semi translucent. There's yeah. a sentence for you, Ugh. yeah. And finally, who names their grocery store food house? All right, moving <laughs> food house, the same people who named their waffle house. restaurant, I guess. I guess so. <laughs> hey, who is in please tell me Toby Jones, but who is in Star Trek? I have no idea if anybody in I got was. two connections and it wasn't Toby Jones, Boo. unfortunately. He'd be great. So uh, the smaller one is Sam Witwer, who played Private Jessup. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in he was in Star Trek Phase Two, so he's he a little voice acting there. But he was also in one episode of Enterprise. Oh, and okay. uh, you know we come. We've been, it's been a long road, long time, long. <laughs> it's been a, a long, long road, road getting from road, there to road. here. Getting, getting from there to here. Anyway, um, uh, William Sadler is our is our main connection here. He you know he played uh, Jim in this movie mm-hmm. uh william sadler had a recurring part on deep space nine as sloan so uh sloan is a human who claims to be a section 31 operative and actually like claims a lot of stuff <laughs> he <laughs> makes a, a lot of claims on many episodes of deep space nine but you never really know if he was just a larper in space you know oh there he is. i remember this now he was great in that I mean, yeah. William Sadler, of course, he was great. But here you go. Here's a picture in the air in our chat. Look at that. He looks like yeah, a serious Starfleet-looking bastard. That's pretty yep. cool. And he nope, recurred. Not in our chat. Oh, yep, some, I... It was in some chat, oh, though. I Someone out there is Sorry, looking at well, it. I put it in TWBD. Here it is. There you go. <laughs> Those guys are like, what oh, the yeah. hell are you doing, right. Scott? I'm going to delete yeah, that. He, he tries to recruit Bashir. It's just, He's just good. It's mm-hmm. real good. He's very good. I agree. Uh Let's see. Where are we now? Okay, those are our connections. You know, it's been a while since we recorded. How about this one? Soundtrack great. <laughs> it really has. Yeah. I give it a P for perfect for this. I think it's a really good soundtrack um, for what it is, and I don't know who did it, but I really like it. It's probably someone we should know, like Horner or somebody, right? Do you know this, Randy? You probably know this. You always know what? this. Who's, the, who's, our, who's our music, music person? What? What? Who, oh. What? Do you know? So, this, uh, uh, hold on. I have it right here. It's um, it's Mark Isham. Oh, well, see, Isham's um, great. Nothing wrong with yeah. him. Yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. We have, uh, you know, kind of un, un, what's what, uh, under the radar kind of, kind of composer, right? Mm-hmm. Mark Isham has, uh, you know, just been working and nobody really gives him a lot of accolades, but I thought it was good music. Um, yeah. trying to think of another. I like Mark the stuff Isham. at the end where it's like, 
uh, that kind of oh, oh. operatic. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. What was that from? Uh, that was actually. That's, I believe that's the host of Seraphim by Dead Can Dance. I think you're right. You might be right. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Okay. Whenever I Sounds think like of it, actually I actually like a World of Warcraft song. Uh, it, you seriously go to the end of this movie where the army's driving by. And you will hear, I can't remember the name of the song, but it is a World of Warcraft song, 100%. It's so similar that it's creepy. Which uh, which mm-hmm. expansion, if you had to guess? Um, Hard to say, right? Uh, let me just sing. Thank you. Oh. That's... That's from Lich King. Isn't that Lich King? That's Lich King. Wrath of Lich King. Is it that's my son? Is that the song? Yeah, is it my son? You have been chosen to be a turd. Yeah. Anyway, like that. that's right in here. Um, Mark Isham, uh, just wanna uh, he like I have one score from him that I think is amazing, and that's the movie forty two. The, oh, never, never saw uh, that. you know the Jackie oh, yeah, Robinson yeah, yeah. movie yeah uh Chad Chadwick Boseman mm-hmm. as Jackie Robinson uh that score is really really good I never saw that I feel like I should have probably seen that it's a good movie it's got uh, uh, it's good movie. got Harrison Ford <laughs> my my um oh he did Point Break so we've seen him in that or we've heard him in that I should say Blade uh anything else here let's see if Mice and Men we didn't do that anyway I I only knew him in the 80s because I bought his his uh just his albums. He was kind of a new ager guy. Like he did Wyndham Hill stuff. Yeah, he did. He was on the Wyndham Hill label and they did, uh, he just did like non vocal, um, new age music in the eighties, which I got really hooked on for a while. Not, not like some kind of hippie way. I just like the music. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If you just, take stuff. just to clear that up. All right. Uh, let's get to the Twitter post. This is where you guys in 280 characters or less. Will you sum the movie up? Let's start with Randy. The mist. What if maximum overdrive, but the trucks are monsters and we make it so that you can't see them. Mm. And the real enemy is people's inability to cooperate when they're fearful. (coughs) This is going to be so cool, man. (laughs) I see what you did. That was you coughing on your uh, on your cannabis is what you were doing. Doob. Your doobie. Your doobie. Uh, Doobs. Moving on to Brian Dunaway. Oh, is it me turn? Yeah. Okay. The yeah. mist. No, William Sadler, I do not want to taste your size 10 work boot, and I don't think that is the threat you think it is. Small foot, small tentacles. Hashtag shoot Randy first. <laughs> <laughs> shoot Randall first. Just to shoot be Randall consistent. first. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Brian Ibbett, please take it home. The mist. Oh, now I get the title. He missed the army by five minutes. Oh, oh. oh I kind of hate that. I kind of hate that. <laughs> oh, no. I never even thought of it, but now I hate it. All right. Well, that that leads <laughs> that leads beautifully into uh, our alternate titles today, which uh, were just handed to me. This was almost called a missed opportunity for Frank Darabont oh, to make oh, about three hundred more movies by now. That's too long, though. They didn't go with that. <laughs> it's, it's the same joke that I made. You just hated mine. 100%. Yeah, yeah. That's why he hated it. You, you took it. Yeah. Uh, or The Gunslinger, starring Toby Jones. All right, moving on. Let's get go. down here to this. Uh, pay, uh, we got a Patreon message instead of an email this week, because I just thought Ooh, this was a good yeah. one. Uh, this is from Riley Payne. Uh, sent this on our Patreon over at patreon.com slash filmsack. And he says this, guys, I may have found the perfect filmsack movie 2006's Firewall starring Harrison Ford. You have Paul Bettany as the bad guy, Virginia Madsen as the wife. 
Robert T. 1000 Patrick as his friend and Nicolage <laughs> Jamie Lannister Coster Waldo as henchman. I'm not saying it's a good movie, but it's a film sack movie. It feels very similar. Very similar. I, I remember it coming out, but I don't remember it being well received. Anyway, it says, I knew it was something that Wikipedia said released on DVD or HDD, DVD, not, not to mention Blu-ray. Um, I don't know if it's streaming anywhere. We can find out, but that sounds like fun. It sounds like a, yeah. you know, Harrison Ford. It does Ford's sound like, a, like it's I'm with it. Yeah. It's probably really bad with the tech, if I had to guess. You know, it's like, oh, Harrison Ford's cracking security and getting into the bank. That sounds like bullshit. So bring it on, I say. For sure. I like bullshit. Yeah. Let's watch it. 2023, the year of bullshit. Let's do it. We also got a text, and this came to us at 801-471-0462. This is a film sack suggestion also. We didn't get a name, though, I don't think, with this one. Yeah, we didn't. He just sent it. Uh, it says, I remember seeing this on the shelf in the video rental store and arguing with my DVD, sorry, DND guys. I'm DVD guys. <laughs> my DVD guys. Yeah, everyone's got a DVD guy. Anyway, uh, that we sh- whether we should watch this. What a piece of crap. LOL. I might be remembering it wrong, but it was some time ago. But it seemed I seem to recall a shot where they slice into something with a sword, and you could tell it was styrofoam from the bits flying out of it. Uh, reading the Wikipedia article now, I don't know if it was part of a series, so now I wonder if they are just, or if they're all just as sackable. Enjoy, or maybe I'm sorry in advance. Uh, maybe someday <laughs> I'll find out. Did he say the name of the movie? Though? Don't think you said the name of the film. I was waiting for. Yeah, it's not here. It's shitoutofluck.com. Ah, damn it! I love the. I always love when you guys suggest stuff, but I and I. I guess I didn't see it here, but he didn't. He didn't include the movie. Oh, the mystery! It'll persist for a week until we find I just, out. I like that he ended it with the Keanu meme. You know, uh, I'm happy for you though, or sorry that happened. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's kind of what he was doing. Anyway, he says, uh, "Yeah, that's what he says." So, look, if you're someone like him and you send a text to eight zero one four seven one zero four six two, you probably should include the movie name in there. Yeah, and if you're then uh, whatever. Yeah. Hot tip. Hot tip. Yeah, it's pretty hot. So don't touch it with both hands or something. Anyway, hey, moving on. <laughs> Speaking of Patreon, we uh, we had a bunch of new folks join us over the last little bit of time. Some of these are brand new 2023 pe- people as well. Uh, we have the following people. Rasmus. Love that name. Uh, Edward. Willie. Edward. Chris. Dan. Robert. Jeff the human and Maximus the dog. That's one entry. Nice. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. They're they're sharing a Patreon? I know, right? Whoa, That's against, minute, against the rules. Uh, and then yeah. Michael uh, M. also joined us as well. Thank you all very much. Uh, you're going to be the beneficiaries, though. You're going to never get ads. You're going to have pre-show content every week, including today. Monthly special episodes from the host. Who do we have this month? Is it my turn? Whose turn is it? I, my, my turn, I think. Oh, it's a Dunaway's turn. Never mind. Dunaway. Mine's right? after his. Yeah. You are next because Randy went or uh Ibit did his time Randy, travel. Randy time first. Travel. Yep. Yeah. So it's your turn. Yep. Scott. Who was yeah, who was turn. December? I mean, who was uh so I was I December. Who was January first? That uh that's done or that's done away. Yeah, that's done away. Uh oh, yeah. I better get on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is your month. I would I thought it was I thought it was anytime through January, but I usually do the fifteenth. You can anyway, do whenever. So, yeah. yeah, you yeah, get a, yeah. get it sometime. I do in my January. bill of the month, but sure. whatever. Totally sure. Fine. Yeah. I want to I want to give a shout out to those who are commenting on the Patreon. If you're if you're a Patreon subscriber, film set, go go leave us some comments in there. There's mm-hmm. like we're 
we're ready to uh, chat with we'll you. Like, you. There, yeah. like I see a comment from Greg Frittle. I see a comment from Sean Porter. That's that's really really cool. It's a oh. it's a fun little place. I got a Greg Frittle for the for Christmas. It it cooks uh, like yeah. paninis. It's a panini uh, <laughs> thing. I was given so many kitchen implements. I was I like I got home from this vacation and I was like putting away all my gifts. <laughs> it's like wow, I got so many. I don't know what to oh. do with so. I got a Wait, pineapple like corer. I got a rotating cake stand. So for frosting cakes, you just, mm. you just plop it on there and go. Your point uh, to, I didn't realize there's so much anything. bacon going on over your house. And I, by yeah. bacon, I don't mean bacon. I mean baking. Yeah, baking. baking. Yeah, yeah. I bake. You, you I bake, brother. You could include a little bacon it. in your baking, though. That'd be fine. Oh, are you Ooh, kidding me? Absolutely. Delicious. Yeah, sweet and savory, baby. Not in today's almond croissants, though. Nope. No, don't do that. Nope. A reminder that we have a new film coming up, and it is Moonfall. I believe on Prime. Uh, oh, let me double check that. Yeah, make sure we know where this is at. Oh, we're on HBO Max. HBO Max. HBO Max. Okay. Okay. I couldn't remember. Uh, this is new. Uh, new-ish. <laughs> new-ish. New-ish. It was supposed to come out during the pandemic and got pushed to last year, last year being 2022. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I mean, look at this right from right from the first trailer we saw, like a film sack movie. Absolutely. Yeah. So this is this is Noah Emmerich or Roland Emmerich, rather not Noah, his brother. Uh, so you know, the Emmerichs notable for all their disaster movies. We've seen a ton of them here on the show, twenty twelve and Day After Tomorrow and, and all that. And Halle Berry, known for her disastrous choices, apparently. Yeah, ever right? since her Oscar, she just kind Barry. of floundering around. Patrick but Halle Wilson, Halle Berry, Patrick Wilson, and Donald John Sutherland. Who's John Brady? Bradley, sorry. Oh my gosh. Oh, John Bradley. There you go. Oh, uh, Samuel Tarley from Game of Thrones. That's right. Samuel Tarley. And also uh, Michael Pena. I like him. Yeah. Uh, Anyone else? We'll see how much you like all these people after we watch Moonfall. That's right. (laughs) John Bradley has my favorite entry on IMDb, like across the board, Uh, because apparently there are so many John Bradleys that have been added to IMDb over the years that he did not come in in the first 20 of them. Really? And so if you will look him up, he's John Bradley number 24. <laughs> oh, wow. In IMDb. Jeez, a lot of John well, Bradley. Looks like, he looks like a pope. Like you see, it looks yeah. like John Bradley yeah. the 24th. Yeah. He, he might be one of us, though. World of Warcraft Battle for Azeroth. He played a voice of a character named Webb, uh, Apprentice Martin Webb in... Uh, Let's see, Robot Chicken. He played Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> <Nice. That's laughs> Pretty funny. cool. Yeah, I I don't know. So he always seemed like a very affable, nice dude. So for sure, happy to support yeah, his Moonfall he efforts. He started acting in only 2011, and oh, then you geez. know got his choice role on the biggest show of all time, like a year later. Oh yeah, look at that. Oh, he was in the his first role was in the the Borgia show, the Borgias. Is that it? Yeah, Borgia. Oh, no, it's about, no, it's not the one I'm thinking of. Anyway, whatever. Uh, good on him. And we'll see that next week. Again, that's Moonfall. HBO Max is where you'll watch Sweet. that. In the meantime, filmsack.com is our website. Patreon.com slash filmsack is where you really want to go. All links point to that. Filmsack at gmail.com. Oh, quick note. If you are uh, download, if you're used to going to the, to the posts and downloading the show manually, I know there's some of you who do that. Totally fine if that's how you get the show, if you're not using a player or some other method or an app. Uh, some of you have been concerned with the shift to new hosting that you can't do that anymore. You actually can. It's just one extra click. There's a button that says share on that player where it used to just say download. It says share. You hit that. Then there's a download button and you're done. 
So uh, just let people know. I've had a bunch of people write and go, oh, I used to listen this way. Now I can't no more. What happened to your feed? I don't know why they have that accent. Why but, do they all live where I live? I don't know why. It's weird. Why did I do that? <laughs> what in, what what inner um, uh, pair, uh, thing am I do, says about me that I always put that accent on there? I don't know. But I do know this. It's still downloadable. You'll be okay. All right, just go click it, and you're you're in it to win it. I'll even but have a little forget it. I'll even have a little thing in the post that that reminds people and has a little video of how it works, just in case. Trying to make it you know accessible to everyone. Uh, so there's that. Also, filmsack at gmail.com for our emails. Text us 801-471-0462. And if you're on Twitter, Texas. you can find us at yeah, Texas. You know, you know, Texas. Texas. Uh, at, horns. at Filmsack on Twitter. Yes, Brian, Randy, sorry. You were going to say? I was just saying hook em horns, although uh, the horns uh, <laughs> didn't have their star running back on Thursday night. And that's oh, all. is he injured or what's oh, his deal? No. What's going on there? No, it's that stupid thing in college football where the absolute best players in the country sit out in the final game because they're saving themselves for the so NFL. Oh, oh for that, gotcha. I got it because they're tough draft picks, which we'll find out yeah. about in April, I guess. Uh, all right. Well, that's it. Thank you all for listening for me, for Brian, for Brian and for Randy expiation. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. Welcome to Sesame Street. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>